Welcome to this edition of Hindsight is Horrifying, the show where three mostly normal and somewhat cynical adults discuss life as members of the TV generation. Now here are your hosts, Darth Jada, Jason Mitchell, and Adam B. They love us. They do. They, do. they really they do. Okay. Possibly more than Sally Field. <laughs> <laughs> Sally Field doesn't love me? Oh. <laughs> Her love was for Bert and Bert alone. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah. Good evening, Hindsiders, and welcome We're back. back to the studio. And as as the 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 uh, viewing audience will recognize, because there will be a video before we do this segment mm. right here, uh, this is episode two of our Year of Hell, ah! which is a Star Trek reference. Um Oh, I, I caught you. I, I was listening to Elf uh, today, and I caught your really? con reference. <laughs> you made a really good con joke. because Did we, I? We were talking about James Con, and you were like, con! <laughs> and I didn't pick up on that until I listened. Ah, uh, yes. Great. Well, and of course, last week, we watched uh, the movie Cobra, uh, because we figured yeah. that that would make uh, Darth uh, weep and cry. Not even and it also it. made us aware of the crime level. In the it, United States, it really did. particularly Los Angeles, yes, and not wanting to be LA. left out. <laughs> well, as East Coasters, yes, we decided to one up things mm-hmm. a little bit, uh, and uh, my co-host came up with a brilliant plan because who is an actor that Darth really, really likes? Jeff Goldblum. Yes, one of her true lo- was what? one of her true loves. I know. <laughs> I know you picked this movie to turn me against Jeff Goldblum. Green is not a good color. We're not talking around. about the fly either. No. No, we're not. Which was the only other movie where he bared his body. <laughs> yes. This was his first. <laughs> yes. Uh, we are, of course, talking about the nineteen seventy-four vigilante justice classic, Death Wish. Oh my! With Charles Bronson. Mr. Right. Charles Bronson. And like a shitload of other people. Yes. Yeah. Just, can, we, can we call Charles Bronson Charlie just for tonight? Okay. That's Charlie. Right. I don't see why not. I wonder what his friends call him. Whatever they call Charlie. him. Charlie. Oh, they did? They called him Charlie? Charlie. Charlie I can't Bronson. see him being called Chuck. No. How badass would it be if you could call Charles Bronson Charlie, Charlie. without <laughs> getting your teeth kicked out? I mean, you've got to be like, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I did yeah. ask Christian Bale if I could call him Christian, and his answer was a resounding yeah. no. He's so. not here tonight. No, he, mm. he's, he's, he's ne- not here. I needed a break from Christian <clears throat> this week. so He had something. He was going to go off and do some movie car movie or something god help know. the sound yeah, man yeah. on that side <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but no we are doing we are we, we are talking about the dino de Laurentiis production of a book or of a movie based on a book by somebody um <laughs> written in the book was written in 72 or published in 72 so it was only two years that's pretty good not bad and it actually uh, supposedly like it went into turnaround so I guess this was in that whole new Hollywood, just get it out there, you know, phase. But now, the author did not approve of Charlie. <laughs> and, the like direct, and the director said, the director said, that's because the author's an idiot. Let's oh, go wow. make lots of money, Charlie. Yeah. And that's what they did. And they made a lot. Of, Brian Garfield. <laughs> yeah. Who, yes. who I just loves, loves lasagna and hates Mondays. Yeah. I thought he liked enchiladas. Yeah. Wait, Brian Garfield hates Mondays? <laughs> Give me my freaking enchiladas, John. Um, uh, this is a movie that I think, and I'm going to go ahead and put my my two cents, summing it up very Dude, early. Please. I think this movie 
is to a lesser degree like the Dirty Harry franchise because both franchises have sort of been defined by the movies that came afterwards. Um, with Dirty Harry, that just happened because Malpaso and everybody just did it. In this case, they sold it to Canon. Uh, so Death Wish 2, 3, 4, and 5 are Golan Globus Canon projects like Cobra was. Okay. Right. Um, but that's what everybody sort of thinks of is the just the revenge porn, you know, killing the bad guys sort of thing. Like with Dirty Harry. But if you actually watch it, it is a real movie with a real plot. Dirty Harry is a better movie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But it, well, this it, one never stops crawling about Dirty Harry. Well, it's God. a fantastic movie. It's one of the greatest American movies ever. I've never seen um, it. You, you must. Will. I will. You will. Dirty Harry. Yes. You will be. <laughs> and, yeah. and shaving Ryan's privates. Those are the, that's going to be a double yes. feature, so we can check two boxes. Well, if we're staying in the same period, <laughs> we, I would say, to be fair, Dirty Harry and Debbie Does Dallas. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, stay in the good. 70s. Right. You know. Behind the green door. Ms. Lovelace. Mm-hmm. God. But no, we are talking about a movie that people know from Charles Bronson being a tough guy, shooting bad guys. Which was surprising to me because he's a development engineer in this movie. You'd think he'd be like a police officer or something. Well, but the, the point of the movie is, is that, that he's a vigilante. Yeah, yeah he's so. supposed to be a schmuck. And well, he's supposed to be like a... Uh, kind of like know, Schwarzenegger in Total pe- Recall. Wasn't he... You said he was the, in the book, wasn't he described oh, as like? Oh, yeah, in the book, he was more schmucky. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was, a, what, a conscientious conscious, objector. You know, he, you know, he believed in serving his country, but did not want to kill people until they took out his wife. Yeah, see, I've tried the conscientious objector thing. I don't know how many times. My wife has ignored it. My dad used to ignore it when he would tell me to cut the grass. You know, I'm glad it worked out for, uh, for Charles Bronson, though. There's Jeff. Jeff Goldblum. Oh, my God. This is Jeff Goldblum's first big film. <laughs> and you know, they would never get away with that today in, no. in a supermarket. Everyone no. would just beat the hell out. So oh, my God. For you, would. for you folks who are listening, it was just a bunch of hoods Oh my God! And just like wagging his tongue at, at the uh, checkout girl, Clancy Brown style, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh. you know, throwing groceries at each other, just doing you know fun kid stuff. But how, then, how it, old is Jeff Goldblum now? Um, I will look it up. Look it up because got, now I'm curious who's older, Jeff Goldblum or Clancy Brown. Um, I'd say they're roughly about the same age. I think Clancy's older, but let I'm me gonna check. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say. That is so it's I know. painfully Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I, say, I sat there and I was like. Is that, is that Jeff, Jeff Goldblum? Goldblum? <laughs> is that Jeff and, Goldblum? And he was a rapist in the movie. Oh, yep. yeah. In the movie. <laughs> in the well, movie. the sad thing is that probably, uh, per Mr. B's plan, you probably saw Jeff Goldblum and went, oh, oh maybe this won't be so bad. Jeff Goldblum, and then you saw a little bit more, and tears welled up in your eyes. Look uh, at that skinny little ass. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the synopsis is that... Uh, it circles around Charles Bronson as Paul Kersey, and arch- well, it says architect in here. He is an architect. Oh, okay. I thought they specifically called him a development engineer, but I don't know. An no, they architect- said he was developmentally disabled. <laughs> an architect who becomes a vigilante after his wife is murdered and his daughter is sexually assaulted during a home invasion by Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, his daughter really, really, <laughs> so really, sad. really falls apart. She does. You know, she I mean, goes catatonic. I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, they got to send her off to a nunnery. There's a lot a of rehabilitation nuns in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nuns cross the street. To, but by the way, this is 33 Riverside. Okay, so which is right down the road from where my apartment is in New York. We are going to have <laughs> to visit this. But now it's been gentrified. Oh, so now so. it's beautiful. You know, <laughs> yeah. and that's oh, it's Billy Corgan. No, it's not. <laughs> 
but it okay. looks like Billy Corgan. So Jeff Goldblum was born in '52, so he's 68. I'm not doing math. He's oh, 68. Okay, he's 68. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Wow. Yeah, boys, he's been yeah. around for a while. Yeah. Well, I mean. 1974 is Oh, his first he is older. Clancy Brown is 62. No, okay. Yeah, he was born I was in wrong on that. <laughs> well, because I was trying to think, like, okay, Highlander. I'm imagining Clancy Brown's age in Highlander, and Highlander was 1986. 86 or 88. It was one of the even yeah. years, I want to say. Um, so, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll be down. Yeah. This was after Jeff Goldblum stopped being a professional wrestler. <laughs> you almost yeah, bought it. You almost bought it. <laughs> I know better than that one. That was a little, it was just a little too far-fetched. But it was sort of plausible. Now, I'll, believe, I'll believe you when you tell me that Sean Connery was Mr. Universe, but yes. I'm not going to believe you when you tell me but Jeff I had, I had to provide photographic evidence of that, though. I had to pull the picture up to prove that. To yeah, everybody. I didn't, yeah. I had no idea. So the first time I saw this, this left an indelible mark God on my mind. It. This assault. I can't watch this again. Life. It is hard to finds watch. Finds a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And this guy's good with spray paint, apparently. He's an artiste. He is. He's he, a yes. He's a period. He's a period <laughs> yes. artist. You're lucky I can't reach Jason's cane right now. Lucky. <laughs> yes, um, oh, I'm going to make you pay for this. Oh, now and he's a Nazi. Well, now I don't like them. No, <laughs> see. <laughs> and poor Hope Lang. Do you know that uh, that Jill Ireland? They were afraid that. Charles would want Jill Ireland, who was his wife at the time, mm-hmm. to be in the movie. They didn't want Jill Ireland. Why not? They just didn't think she was right for the part. Yeah. Okay. But then Charles, Charlie, Charlie said, <laughs> no, I don't want Jill to do this. I don't want her to get manhandled by these piece of shit extra actors. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's <laughs> and such. I don't want that creepy one with the tongue touching my wife. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, Charlie, can I manhandle your wife? No dice. <laughs> <laughs> What happened oh, to Jeff Goldblum? Damn, Jeff Goldblum! I know. Yes. <laughs> Gosh, didn't they, they? What do they call it? Slow winding that a little bit. They sped it up a little bit. They, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's. Uh, I never understood. And this, this is again. this is an Italian-ish movie because it is a Dino De Laurentiis movie. Mm-hmm. Dino De Laurentiis gave the world so many King Kong. Yeah, right. uh, Dune. Dune. The yeah. market that uh, Paul goes to is definitely an Italian market. Oh, uh, D'Agostino's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, D'Agostino's. Oh, yeah. Totally New York. Um, but no. Um, you can say New York City if you really want to. You know what? I get, no, get I, no, I can't. I, no. I should throw this drink in her face, but I Would won't. you like my cane? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm watching horrible things right now. Oh, I had my parents had that in table. <laughs> This is, yeah, it's like the most 70s apartment yeah. in the universe. She literally dies from seeing Jeff Goldblum's ass. Because <laughs> if you look how it's edited, it's like God. Jeff Goldblum's ass. She's okay. She's getting up. Oh. <laughs> her oh, heart, my stars. Her heart can't handle it. <laughs> oh, my. That's my pearl. She has the vapors and dies. I mean, I never thought I'd have the privilege of seeing Jeff Goldblum's ass, but you know. <laughs> this scene should not be funny. No. <laughs> it should not it be isn't. funny. Pump. Our subsequent comments are funny. But. Well, but what I was saying, though, this is this is still in the vein of the Italian, um, you know, 1974. You were still getting tons and tons of, of Dino De Laurentiis and others making movies that, what the hell were they thinking? Yeah. But they made a lot of money, you know? I mean, if you look at even crappy Italian movies, Ator, Son of the Eagle, made money. Never they made, like, three of them, <laughs> oh, you wow. know? Um, but De Laurentiis, though... Who is the grandfather? Yeah, the grandfather of of uh, Jada. 
Okay. Jada the Hutt? Who's Jada? No, Jada Laurentis. You know, the, oh, the, oh, the, right, the chef. Right. Yes, yes. She's like either the grandfather or the uncle or something. I think she's a, she's Jada's, or he's Jada's uncle. They're uh, connected by family ties somehow. But Dino was very smart because he sold the rights to the movie uh, for $200,000. Yes, to the Golden Globus. To Golden Globus. And so Canon Films made four sequels. God. Right. Four sequels. And then somebody decided to reboot it. And uh, made uh, a Bruce Willis movie that no one saw. No. I was yeah, because when I first looked up the synopsis, it was the Bruce Willis. Yeah, the one, Bruce. Yeah, it and comes he's up a first. Surgeon. Is he? Yeah, that's what it said. Oh. I actually kind of want to see the Bruce Willis one to see just how they did how it. it holds up. I, I mean, felt I'd mean, be disappointed actually because I like Bruce yeah. Willis. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I, love, I love Bruce Willis. Yeah, but you know, it's a 2018 Bruce Willis movie, so you know. Oh yeah, a. Giada De Laurentiis. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no the 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 De Laurentiis you know legacy in Hollywood is is just huge. The guy's responsible <laughs> for like a thousand movies. Guess what Giada's daughter's name is? Dino. Jade. Really? Uh, <laughs> but it's not Jade De Laurentiis. It's Jade Rogers. She's right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Yes. I've been famous this whole time, and you never knew. Uh, I know. She doesn't return our calls now. No, I'm Aww. too big of a deal. People know me. Uh, Jade Marie DeLaurentis Thompson, because Thompson ah, is her dad. you got to stick think. that DeLaurentis in there, though. Oh, well, it's worth a lot of money. Yep. It's worth a lot of money. Dino DeLaurentis, by the way, was the guy who uh, told David Lynch, I don't like how you make this movie Dune. <laughs> I'm going to cut this movie my way. And David Lynch basically said, it's the worst thing I've ever been associated with. Oh, uh-huh. I love it, but, you know, whatever. You, know, uh, you get to see Sting in a diaper. So you don't get to see that every day. Oh, for the love of God. No. <laughs> well, in, Not unless you're his wife. True. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, at this point, yeah. <laughs> so let us talk of this movie, though. Um, I found the son-in-law particularly annoying. He was incredibly annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Keats. His daughter was yeah. annoying, I think. too. I just wanted. Well, I just, at least she we, was quiet. We like, never got to true. know her, his daughter before <laughs> yeah. she was traumatized. That's true. Yeah. That's you, true. You literally just see her at the market, and then she's catatonic well, for the rest of the yeah. movie. Why don't you tell either one of you, the ladies and gentlemen, what the movie's about? Because we just talked about Jeff Goldblum's naked ass, right? But what did Jeff Goldblum just do? What did he and his friends just do? <laughs> Go ahead. I want to hear it from your lips. Put your poetic spin on things. That was creepy as shit. Um, <laughs> Take banana. That was, he actually said that. He said that in the movie. It's, and it stayed in the movie. Oh, yes. just wait, we'll, wait till we go to break, hindsighters. <laughs> Adam know, may not return. I'll be clubbed to death yeah. by Jay. Strangled with your own mustache. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum and his merry band of miscreants. <laughs> God. <laughs> they cut all the musical numbers, and I think that's really the tragedy. <laughs> oh my God! They—they're uh, actually called. They're billed as freaks. Those are their character names. He—he's freak number one, I think, and then he there's is. freak number two and freak number three. <laughs> Which I wonder if that's the first time that happened, because that was a very—you know—in the '80s, freak was a very popular character. I mean, you saw that, you know, Escape from New York and other. That was just a thing. in general. Yeah, they would just oh, have I you like were you know you would be out on the street and you would see people who were obviously just cartoonishly mentally ill. Uh-huh. Speaking of Escape yeah. from New York, Charles Bronson was selected for that and turned it down because he thought he was too old. Oh, and then you know he got it. 
<laughs> no, I mean, Kurt Russell owns that movie. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he really does. I was going to say, I'd like to have seen the Charles Bronson version, but Kurt Russell. Yeah. Now, Charles Bronson escaped from L.A., yeah, I mean, it exactly. Escape even from if he, but was surfing. Yeah, even <laughs> if he had died already, it still would have been better. And it was it was a good vehicle for a little Kurt Russell to yes. become a badass. That's true because he used Charles to. Charles was already a badass. Well, I think it was uh, one of the people. Was it the director had a connection to Super Dad? Oh God, the worst movie <laughs> ever. Starring. Yeah, um, Hogan. 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 And uh, what is his name? Um, Before Hogan. No, oh, no, 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 um, no. The guy who played Hogan and Hogan's Heroes. It was... Um, oh. This is going to drive me nuts. Yeah. He, had, he had a colorful private life. Before he got strangled <laughs> yes. with was, like... Was, a, was it stra- David Carradine-esque? <laughs> it was yes, in actually, many ways. Yes. yes. Yeah, he was David Carradine before David Carradine. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, God, this is going to... I'm going to be... I'm looking it up. I'm going to feel so inferior, though, when you just tell me, and it's... Um, no, it's not I almost coming. said Jake Lloyd. Why did I say no? Jake no it's <laughs> if you said it, I'd know it. Of course, you know Bob Crane. Bob, Bob Crane. <laughs> yes, Bob Crane and Kurt Russell. Yeah. Kurt Russell yeah. and Superdad also. Hence the anecdote. Okay. Um, so this this film is about. Uh, Thank God they got distracted from assigning me that. Charlie B- Bronson, who plays Paul Kersey, who by the way they got that name from an extra who was in this film. Really? Yes. Because it's not the name from the book. And they needed a name. So they liked this extra's name. And he said, listen, I'll sign my name. You can use it as long as you use me in every extra <laughs> extra part of this movie. Isn't that funny? That's fantastic. That is. I'd love to know what, what the real Paul Kersey is doing uh, these days. You know, if you're a listener, Paul, call. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. Because that, to me, that's that's a that's a Hollywood story you don't hear anymore. Because awesome. nobody makes mainstream movies like this. Well, no. And I wonder if they there was like a contractual obligation, kind of like Burt Reynolds on Archer, where he laughed a specific amount of times. Because they say <laughs> Paul Kersey like a million times in this movie. They don't say Mr. Kersey. Yeah, they say Mr. Kersey like forty thousand times. I so. love the coat he wears. Yes, I love that long, you know, like duster style coat. So he's he was backstory. He was a soldier, but he was, uh, you he know, conscientious objector. So he was. Korea, yeah. He was a yeah. Must have been Korea, yeah. but he was a medic. So he he treated people, which yeah. plays well later in the film. And alas, Jeff Goldblum, the swine, <laughs> you know, rapes and kills his wife. And his daughter. Wait, what did Jeff? What say that again? What did Jeff Goldblum do? Jeff Goldblum filleted his daughter (laughs) and spray painted her ass. It's horrible. No, he didn't do that. His friend did. I think the other guy with the the artiste. Well, actually, (laughs) in the credits, it's called painter. Is his name? Oh, is it? (laughs) I'm not kidding. Are you serious? Painter. Yes, he's painter. I once played a painter in a movie. (laughs) Was it Picasso? Not quite. Was it a period piece? It was. I don't know if I didn't ask her. The painting that I did. (laughs) The painting that I did. (laughs) Woo! Someone just won the uh, episode. uh, (laughs) You walked into that one. I hate you so much. (laughs) And I was going to say the painting that it could have doubled as a period. But uh, anyway, there's so going to be at least one porno. Never mind. Dear God, stop it. Once that happens, he has a change of heart and he sees crime all around him and he wants to take a, an aggressive Paul stance, yeah. stance, Paul Kersey, on helping to eliminate crime. Well, and, and movies like this and Darth, not to 
ask you to look something else up, but would you please look up the year that Dirty Harry came out? Yes, I will. I'm going to say 73. I'm going to take a guess. Okay, all this right. That sounds right. Because, because, um, <laughs> these movies at 71. this time. 71. 71, okay. Wow, really? 71? Wow. That's what it says? So close to the 60s. Unless the internet's lying to me again. Well, well it's it, Amazon it's Prime has yeah. been lying to me yeah. about well, that's years. True. But. but no, but there was there was this mood in the country, particularly when people ta- thought about big cities. The big cities were, they weren't even war zones. They were just places where you just went and people would kill you. If you walked around the streets in New York, and it was kind of true in yeah. the 70s in New York and in the 80s in New York. Right. And in other big cities, you know, it's hilarious. He goes to Chicago at the end of the movie and, it's, you know, it's just another hunting ground yeah. for a vigilante. Well, um, there's a joke about that on Friends when Ross has that English girlfriend. She's like, oh, everyone told Oh, no, no. It's on the office where the English lady is like, everyone told me if I moved to America, I'd be murdered. Like, And she's in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So it's not exactly <clears throat> the same That's because she level. watched Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ah, period piece. Sorry. Um, I'm remembering that one for the I yes, that, that one's staying. No, but um, that one goes in the vault. <laughs> but it was it was a thing, though. I mean, you had this this sort of zeitgeist that movies like this connected to. And you have, you know, Dirty Harry. He's the cop who takes all the shit jobs. And he's, you know, you know, well, I'm all broken up about that man's rights because that was the thing. It was, you know, um, the police, the cases would be thrown out of court on a technicality, you know, Um and so you had these movies that, on the surface, are actiony crime cop movies, uh-huh. but they really did have a connection to what people were seeing. What was the uh, Al Pacino movie? Injustice for All. That's the other one I always think. I was of. about to say I don't know that one um, because it, it's this whole idea of just you know like the system is garbage. It's terrible. It the innocent people get hurt, but the criminals go free, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I think we're missing that context today, and it just sort of boils down to being an action movie. Yeah. Because you think about it, this movie was a huge success. What did you say? They raised the ticket price? To $4. $4. And this was in 1974. So that's like 20 bucks a movie? Probably. Yeah. that's Probably. Let's see how much it made. Yeah, and he and was it, the highest paid actor, I think, in 75. He had two movies released within a week of each other, Mr. Majestic and... Death Wish. Mr. Majestic is the absolute best action movie ever made about a melon farmer. I love it. Hands down. Yes. In the back of the pickup truck (laughs) scene. uh, Find me a better one. (laughs) Yeah. yippee ki Melon Melon farmers. So. Oh. See, that's where it comes from. That's where I thought, that's what I thought you were doing. No, I didn't even make that. No, he's a melon farmer in (laughs) Mr. Majestic. I thought you were just saying melon farmer. Holy shit. You must watch the (laughs) movie. We'll watch it together. Mind blown. So uh, they're not even sure about the box office on the internet. It's either 22 million or 20.3 million. A lot. Yeah. A lot. Back then, we probably cranked it out, what, for a million or two, maybe? Probably. Most of the money probably went to him. Yeah, the the budget. Yeah, you know, but but kind of like just, Burt Reynolds in Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. Really quickly about New York City. So this was the seventies. It was bottoming out at that time, maybe into the eighties. But but uh, thirty three Riverside, the cross street was seventy fifth, and you know, of course, I moved to New York in the late nineties when it was in a Renaissance period. Yeah, you know, the crime was almost non existent. I moved in at one hundred and tenth Street, and it was you know like paradise. Wait a minute. 
I have a I have a question. Yes. Did you ever walk across 110th Street? I did. Okay. What's on 110th Street? <laughs> it's a song. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Across 110th, 110th Street. <laughs> By who? Who's the, who's the artist? Oh, oh God. Uh, God, you guys are wearing me out today. Just write it down. It was in Jackie Brown. Yes. Yeah. The whole opening scene. <laughs> yeah. It's, no, one time I, I was with, in a bar one time and this girl I was with said, oh, I got a song for you. And she, she it was Billy Womack. Yeah. yeah Bobby Womack. Bobby, Bobby Womack. Womack yep. There you go. But but he's on 75th Street. And I was told that in the 70s, cabs would drop you off heading uptown at 86th Street. They would go no farther north than 86th Street. You had you were on your own if you lived further north than 86th Jesus. Street. And, you know, they talk, you know, he, and oh, and there's a Morningside Park, which is right next to my apartment. And a friend of mine told, oh, I was here in the 70s. If you walked across Morningside Park, you were mugged. Guaranteed. Damn. Guaranteed if you walked Lord. across, See, you were and, mugged. And that's, that's. And I've never been mugged in all yeah. of the years I was there. I, and I was, I'd run around the park at one in the oh, morning. Nothing. New York, uh, the, I remember going to New York with people who had never been to New York before. And. I'm such a noob. <laughs> And it was, um, we, we went, it was basically, it was me and a couple of people who had been before, and then there were some folks who hadn't. And we went right after 9-11, about a year later. Right. And I think it was about 10 o'clock at night, and I said, well, I'm going to go for a walk. And they were like, you're going for a walk in New York? And I went, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> totally safe. Wow. I mean, my wife went to NYU. She used to walk. She took the subway. Everything was fine. Literally, the neighborhood that she used to have her her apartment in, mm -hmm. we were looking at pictures of it recently, and it looks like New York in the fucking seventies. Oh wow, it's so <laughs> depressing because it's like it's like New York is went back down. It's a tilting bit. back yeah. towards that, Aww. and it's just so sad, you know. Aww. I mean, maybe if oh, here we go. The, the real star of the movie, Stuart, <laughs> Stuart Margolin. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. From my all-time favorite television show. Rockford Files. The Rockford yeah. Files. Not Jim Rockford, uh, James Garner. James <laughs> so Garner. So easy to get mixed up. Do you know who he played in The Rockford Files? Young I don't person. <laughs> really? Oh, no, I don't. Oh, he played Angel. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've never seen The Rockford Files. I know <gasps> I know it's a Jim Garner show, but I don't yeah. I don't know anything about it. The Rockford Files is... It was the, the best opening. Feeling oh. ridiculously Written right by <laughs> Mike Post, who wrote The A-Team and Quantum Leap and all of the 1980s. <laughs> Speaking of, you know who did this, the music for this? Herbie Hancock. Herbie yes. Hancock. He was 33 years old. Yeah. That was impressive. And that's another sort of similarity between uh, this and Dirty Harry, because Lalo Schifrin, the jazz musician, yes. did the music for Dirty Harry. And at first I thought, well, I, were they just trying to kind of rip off Dirty Harry? But apparently the director, his original vision of the movie was he wanted to get like a British punk band. Look, it's the, to do the Ectomobile. Uh, yeah. And, then, and that's what we all drove around yeah. back in the 70s needed a belt. and clark griswold's about to get uh uh pranked by the bartender yes <laughs> give me a glass of your best sarsaparilla okay there's my crossover death wish and national lampoon's vacations oh same universe yes and somehow chevy chase gets into a fight with charles bronson and wins but uh somehow. so charles bronson has gone to tucson arizona um 
because he's it's very similar to Dallinaga, Georgia. Yeah. Well, but what's cool though is the fact that the entire sequence of him going to Tucson, which takes up a good twenty minutes, twenty five mm-hmm. minutes of the movie, is literally just taking his character who hasn't held a gun since his father died in a hunting accident. Someone mistook him for a deer. Yeah. And basically Stuart Margolin's character says, Here, take a gun. A going away yeah. gift, yeah. Yeah. Just and don't bring it in your carry on. Yeah. Yeah, you're checking this bag, right? <laughs> yeah. They'll let you well, do it. I've, he, I've checked a gun before. And was that true in nineteen seventy four that it was illegal to own a gun in New York? I don't know. I honestly know. Because he says that. He was like, oh, y'all aren't even allowed to have guns in New York. You're probably right. Yeah. Because of the crime. Um, This was before, uh, because it was in 05 when the Supreme Court looked at it. It wasn't Kelo. It was a different case. uh, But the same lawyers um, where they sued D.C. And the Supreme Court said, no, you can't do that. You you can't ban it. Right. uh, Outright. Uh, But I think New York had actually done away with the ban Previously, oh okay, um, as part of because oddly enough, whenever they let people have guns, crime went down. Big surprise. Uh, well, that's uh, why what that's why there's a blue law in Kennesaw where uh, it's you have to, you you have to own a gun if you own property yeah, in the city of Kennesaw. You have to, and and it's got the lowest crime rate in the state of Georgia. Sure does. Whoa, never felt unsafe walking around Kennesaw <laughs> when no, I was in college. No. Well, we're going to be doing a little bit of ballistic therapy soon. Yeah, yes. this yes. Sunday. Yes. Smell a little cordite. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that smell. Mm. Ex- I wouldn't know. Oh, oh. You've never shot it? <laughs> no, she's no, never I smelt smell. it. How oh, many I times? keep forgetting. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's a subtle problem. <laughs> yes. We keep forgetting you're retarded. Sorry. We just lost all of our viewers. We no, just uh, view you as a person. Oh, I'm, I'm equal? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. No, it's funny that you say that because I had a friend uh, when I worked at the restaurant. He would he would be like, Jade, go, don't get up, buddy. It's okay that you're retarded. And I was just like, I'm not retarded. I can't smell. I'm like, I'm disabled. I think that's the word you're looking for. And he was like, hey, calm down. You're retarded. It's all right. Do you have a special license plate? Do you get to park? No, people have asked me that. They're like, do you get a special parking Dude, space? And I was like, are you kidding me? If you could, totally do it. I don't think I can. That would be one of the things that yeah. I could do this year to make into an episode. I literally, oh god, I literally, the FCC posted my ham radio license <laughs> on a Monday, and by three o'clock that afternoon, I was in line at the DMV to get the special license plate. Oh my god. gosh! And f- merely for the sake that there's a license plate that you have to have a license to get. Hell yeah. All I'm right. doing it. I got to renew anyway. It's my birthday. See, I would feel like Dennis and Dee applying for... <laughs> <laughs> the gay. Applying for welfare. That's like the best episode of that show ever. <laughs> my sister's retarded and I'm on crack. Can we have some welfare? And she's got the helmet. <laughs> Sorry. If you got Sorry, the helmet, I swear to God, I'm going to hit you both. <laughs> Uh, have you ever watched, uh, Mr. B, have you ever watched uh, Always, Always Sunny, Sunny in, in Philadelphia. Philadelphia? Yes. Okay. All right. Yes, That's I good. have. That's good. Well, we're referring to a very specific <laughs> yes. episode. The game no, goes I've, on welfare. I've seen a few. <laughs> no, no, and I have an attachment to that show. Really? Do yes. You? So a really, really good friend of mine uh, who worked in the same investment bank that I did decided to give up his golden handcuffs and go to Shakespeare, you know, summer Shakespeare festival he got cast and 
He didn't know it, but another guy by the name Charlie Day got really? cast there oh, also. Wow. So they became really good friends. And this guy's name is Nate Mooney, who I've talked to you before. And, and he has been on a few of, you know, Charlie called him up and said, I want to create a character for you. Oh, man. And so he's been on four or five of the shows. That's and, like the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. I don't know. It's like these, these, these creepy cousins or something. I don't know if, you, if you've seen them all. I haven't uh, seen all of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's these creepy uh, well, cousins. They, they, they look like, like Lurch. He looks like Lurch in this thing. But, it, but anyway, so he, he took the chance. And it paid off for him. He's wow. he's doing very well. By the yeah, way, you're, well. you're I, I uh, went back and I watched a couple episodes of uh, um, oh my god, uh, your friend who was in the sequel to or the remake of Charlotte's Web. Yeah, Nate. That's Nate. Nate Mooney. Uh, I went back and I watched. Um, god, what was the name of that show? He's the sheriff. In the yeah, sh- he's in a deputy. Show? Deputy. In, yeah. I talked when last time I talked to him, he said he was Stan, doing that. Stan against evil. Yeah. Yeah. Very talented guy. <clears throat> Very talented. Great show too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I wish it was, I don't think it's still in the air anymore. Uh, I wish it was, but no, but I specifically went back and reviewed that, uh, thinking, Ooh, I should make you guys watch it. We'll oh, watch God. it. We'll watch yeah. it. Not, if I can connect with them, I'll have them call in the show. It'll be fun. He promising that I'll watch these things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not guaranteeing. Well, we focus all your energy on that one guest star. All right. We'll see. Because, we'll see what we can yeah, do. Yeah. yeah. That would be very exciting. I'm pretty sure Jason would have a heart attack. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he would so, tinkle himself. Just a little. A little bit. <laughs> I just beat a little. Um, <laughs> thanks, Radar. <laughs> God. Uh, Stuart so, Margolin was also on that show. Really? He he was a guest star on on MASH. He was in like three or four episodes of MASH. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, basically, we're in the sort of 25-minute segment where Charles Bronson is establishing that even though he's a he's pacifist... A, he's a crack shot. He's good. He, he knows how to shoot a damn gun. Yep. Uh, except when it counts at the very end of the movie. Yeah. But we'll get there. Um, and speaking of get there, we need to take a break. We're up to our first of uh, several breaks. Pray for me, hindsighters. Yes. Pray for Pray for our, him you're about to god <laughs> yeah, knows what to you're gonna do to him ass. yeah uh we will be back in about one second <sighs> and we're back it's good to be back Always. and we're watching the 1970s i hit him strategically enough that his bruises will not be obvious when he goes yes. did you use a line. bag of oranges Oh, I used your cane. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, she hit me with a phone book because it doesn't leave any bruises. <laughs> or a sock full of quarters. Where yes. do you, what, what do you tell your teachers when they ask about your bruises? I got it from baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Mama uh, said to say I fell down the stairs. Oh, Which he did. Just, he, he had some assistance in falling yeah. down the stairs. No, she did fall. Where, where's the lie? Yeah. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> On. Making fun of rape and abuse. Yes, like we've gotten yes. fully depraved. Um, so Paul has just killed his first person with a yes, gun. Yes. Shot him right in the belly. Yes. And the guy was trying to rob him. He was I with mean, a gun. Yeah. It's, it was an eye for an eye, baby. I, I actually think the mistake was that he left. If he had just, if he'd gone to a phone booth and called the cops and said, a guy just tried to, to mug me and I shot him. Oh, yeah, because later in the movie, you see this little old lady who was pushing like a little cart down yeah. the sidewalk and she says, well, I don't have a gun like that vigilante guy, but I yeah. beat him up with my hairpin. Hat pin. Yes. Hat, hat pin. pin. <laughs> Back in the day when they wore hat pins. Well, it, you know, and that's sort of the, the, 
the weird, genuinely, I think, weird twist that the movie takes. And, you know, we, we've said this a, a thousand times on these shows. You know, you've seen these movies before over and over, but, you know, when we're watching them to prepare for the show, it's like the first time in 20 years I've actually sat down and sat. concentrated while you watched it. Yeah. The moment when the district attorney tells the, and the police commissioner tells the detective, we don't want you to catch this guy. Just make scare him, him off. Just make scare him, go him away. away. Make him yeah. leave. Is really one of the most interesting twists because you know at this point that Charles Bronson is being hunted by the cops, mm-hmm. but not really. He's doing a public service yeah. in many ways because they didn't admit it, but crime was down substantially right. because yeah. they're like, oh my gosh, there's a guy out there who might retaliate with extreme prejudice. Well, and they do that in superhero movies, too, where people argue, oh, Spider-Man's a menace. No, he's a vigilante. He's helping the people. Like, you've always got people on different it is sides interesting of the to, argument. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of an interesting uh, debate. Because uh, his have. friend Paul, in the beginning, he calls Charles Bronson, or Charlie, rather. Charlie, he thank you. He calls him a, a bleeding heart liberal, and he's like, we should... In- Charlie Bronson says, no, it's just the he's, underprivileged. And he's he like, so is not a bleeding heart. I know. No, exactly. absolutely not. But uh, Paul tried- was like, we should take the underprivileged and put them in concentration camps. <laughs> I mean, I maybe, like, compa- maybe compared to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, yeah, that's the part where the movie has no relationship to reality. Yeah. <laughs> well, there are a lot of parts of this movie that have no relationship with reality, yeah. to be perfectly honest. Well, the weird thing is that none of the sidewalks are covered in water. I know. I thought it, New York in the 70s and 80s, the sidewalks were always, always wet. wet. Always. Yeah. You know. It was something about the lighting or something, right? Yeah, it made it look good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gave oh, it depth. I don't even think yeah. about that because you, you said that not on Night Court, um, Night Shift. Night Shift. With yeah. Henry Winkler yeah. and, and Michael had, They King. had the rain gag going. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was like rainy every time they were walking down the sidewalk. That's kind of a Delorantis. Um, now, really quickly, the guy ahead. on the far right, they thought that was Denzel Washington. Uh, because it looks a little bit like him. Yeah, a little I, bit. Yeah, I've heard that. And it's, but it it's is not. not. It yeah, is it's not. not. He, he did. He did that's say racist. it was not him. Yeah. <laughs> and if you, yeah, I was about to say no, because like it actually mixing, really that's does like look like up him. Samuel Jackson and Morgan Freeman. That's just <laughs> who would ever do that? That's hard to do. <laughs> yeah, really. What kind of maroon would that's, make a mistake like so that? I think I know. That. Yeah. Or or mixing up Charles Bronson with. I know, that's a hard one. Yeah, <laughs> he's, I, he's pretty yeah, unique. I, I ran out of steam <laughs> yeah, on that yeah. one. Let's see, he does have an interesting face, and I th- you mentioned this off camera that he's 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 obviously taking very good care of himself. He's built really well, but uh, I think he does that to compensate for his face. <laughs> well, they, they call him ugly and handsome at the yeah. same time. He's got one of those in the nineties. He's an enigma. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, he's not Steve McQueen. He's like a Rorschach thing. Who, by the way, I think was another one that they wanted for Steve this McQueen. film. Oh, that would have been That would have been, that awesome. been really that have been good. Cool. Oh, my God. Actually, I'm going to say that at, out of the people who were supposed, you know, uh, in the running. And Gregory the, Peck was another was? one that they were interested <gasps> oh, in. Oh, that would have been yes. neat. George C. Scott. George, that was, he was another one, yeah. Um, and Jack <laughs> Lemmon. Yeah. Did you just say, Jack who Lim- is George C. Scott? Yeah. She's kidding. No, she... Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, and gentlemen no, ladies and gentlemen, that's not she's, true. No, she they don't is laugh. really, Funny joke. really. Funny joke. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know oh. George C. Scott. Patton. It got really hot in here suddenly. I don't know why. Maybe but I think I think George C. Scott wouldn't have done it because of that movie, uh, Hardcore. 
Oh, yeah. That's, that's a was, good. Oh, that's a tough one to that's watch. That's a tough one. Yeah. That's the one where. Y'all think it's a tough one to watch? Yeah. That's oh, the God. movie where George C. Scott plays a man who's looking for his daughter who's gone missing and finds out he that she's doing hardcore it. pornography. Oh, no. And finds it out by sitting in a movie theater. Right. And they play the hardcore porn yes. with his daughter. Oh. Turn it off. Turn it off. I've gotten up and left. My God. Turn Who it stays off. for that? That's so creepy. Yeah. Although. <laughs> It is a fun line to say. But then I wouldn't be in a porno. Yes, <laughs> like, it's true. Or go witness one either. So, no. well, I, I would witness one. <laughs> I'm that's, sure you never have. <laughs> you know. I'm you never going to watch one. Like, I just cinematic, have... uh, you know. Oh, uh, never say never. Yeah, Sean Connery said that, you know. Yes. You know, this movie, the whole time I was watching this, Mainly because of the the cars and the 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 hardcore nineteen seventies ness. It is the yeah. It is so seventies. But I kept thinking of the French Connection oh, the yeah. whole time. You know, like I, I kept expecting to see Popeye. You know, show up at some point to try to take out the uh, the uh, uh, the vigilante, who I think shouldn't have had a name. I think they should have done a, a Clint Eastwood thing. Oh, don't even name it. The man with no name. Yeah. You know, just the vigilante. That's yeah, a, that's true. That'd because, be a cool name. Because I guess that's part of the juxtaposition, though. I, he's Paul. And that's not like a hardcore, tough guy kind of name for well, the Well, that, that's intentional. He's not supposed to be. your microphone. Yes. Okay. Just, if you could move it, just a skosh. Just a skosh. There you go. A skosh. <laughs> yes. God. He's audio and video. Is yes. that better? That's better, yes. Excellent. Do you ever see Taxi Driver? Oh, yeah. This this reminds me of Taxi You've seen Taxi I Driver. I can see of that. Of course she's seen it, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm going to be in so much trouble. Just if I need say you've episode. seen it and let it, let's move on. I'd shoot Don Regan to prove my love to Jody. You know, none of this is landing. No. Zero. Because <laughs> guy tried to kill the president because of Jody Foster. Oh, anyway, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, from that movie. Uh, anyway. Um this is also a movie that proves that actors don't have to be divas and they can look ugly as sin. Yeah. As part of their character. Right. And I respect, oh, I guess Olympia Dukakis is in this scene. Oh, you're going to see her. She's right here over on the right side it, of the She's going to move around because he's going to say, you know, what criteria, search criteria they have. And she just says, Oh like, my God, oh Adam. My God. I want a hard target <laughs> search of every corn house. There she is out. right there with the, with the badge yep, on. There she is. That's her. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be that That dude. guy looks like Stanley Tucci with the glasses. Yeah, that's who I was just, yeah. <laughs> uh, Man, I wish I was that guy. He looks cool. <laughs> but, but Vincent Gardenia, come on, you got to yeah. love, you oh, got to yeah. love Vincent yeah. Gardenia. He, he is a such job. a great character actor. And I guarantee, I, I would almost guarantee that the allergies, it was something that he just was playing with. Oh, yeah. And the director said, keep it. Well, I think that he actually is the reason why the, this character is in the movie as much as he is. I think originally, in the original script... They probably added more because he has so much texture. Yeah, I, th I think... You yeah, know, there's a People magazine. He's on the cover oh, of People yeah, magazine. Yeah, like yeah, and he's like... Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad picture. <laughs> and, and a really quick like side note before I forget. Uh, Moonstruck. Have you seen it? Olympia Dukakis' husband is... Vincent Gardenia in that go. film. Yeah. So, you know, it's like old home week. It really is. It really is. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy Stewart. You know, the weird mm -hmm. thing about, okay, this struck me, and I, I don't know why this, and there's, there's actually a poster for Super Dad in this scene. Oh, oh God, really? Yeah. Um, oh, the Double Mint Twins. <laughs> um, 
just one of the many <laughs> yeah. pairs of twins from Double Mint. No, but but one of the weird things about this movie, in my opinion, is the fact that you have Jeff Goldblum and and the artiste, yes. and they and they do this horrible thing, and that's it for them. They never show back up. They there's nev- no. There's no. Yeah. Uh, there's no retribution. No. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. He, he he gets away with it. Yeah. And he eventually becomes a great actor. Yeah, that's true. You he, know? he stopped raping and, and killing, <laughs> and he said, uh, or at least as far, said, um, at least as, far as said, we know, he cut the Jerry uh, curls. <laughs> um, um, life finds a way. <laughs> that's what he whispered in her ear. Yes. <laughs> now childhood movie is ruined as well. God. You, you you thought about what you could do, but you never thought about what you should do. Oh, man. Yeah. You're the worst. <laughs> do you know that? You're both the worst. Uh, yes. But yeah, yes. you you got to love yes. how Charles Bronson continues to shoot people where he would <laughs> obviously go deaf. <laughs> yeah. He's shooting people in the subway constantly, and it's like, that would be Deafening. It would be deafening. It would be. And, and you know, it's funny because I know from another movie, shouldn't Batman have been there? He should have been. <laughs> you know? Or like, Spider-Man. I mean, they are in New York. Oh, fuck Spider-Man. Well, so, so this is the AA train, which, by the way, is now the C train. I don't know where AA came from. Do do. But but they're going that train I know is going downtown. <laughs> Sorry, it's the beginning of Night Court. I know. <laughs> it's going is downtown, it? but they went from seventy second to eighty sixth. I don't know how they did that. It was like it's Hollywood, it's Hollywood magic. <laughs> it's like Hollywood magic. When was the last time you were on the subway in New York? I'm curious. Never. Okay. Yes. Okay. Never or me? Yeah. yeah. When was the last time you were on? It was uh, last not last December, but the December before that. What did you notice it being like more? crowded and uncomfortable than it has been in the past like it, it we were on we were we were on it uh it was like two and a half years ago and we were coming i don't even know which train we took but we were coming from manhattan we were trying to get back down into brooklyn yeah and it was like the first stop was like oh this is so fun we're on the subway and then we stopped somewhere and everyone in New York City got on the <laughs> yes. damn train yes. with us yes <laughs> well remember there's all kinds of variables the time you travel yeah. yeah you know the train you're on is an express or in a local but you're right sometimes it could be empty and then you get to one of those major hubs and just people pile in and then you're just cramped and it's like literally you're just feeling I, I don't like this yeah <laughs> I wonder if they've got regulations for it with COVID. Like if there are only a certain amount of people allowed. They try, I don't know, I don't know no. what they're doing with that. Yeah. Uh, You're supposed to wear masks. I, I, you know, I think people are kind of being compliant, but I, I, a lot of people aren't taking the public there, transport. There is a, there is a great Instagram account called hipsters of New York. Oh God. And what's brilliant about it is this guy, I don't know if he takes the pictures or she, or, or if they find the pictures, mm. but it's a picture of some hipster and then he writes a complete bio of the person (laughs) and it's (laughs) it's it's totally made up so it's got his age his name you know which fifth wave coffee shop he works at you know (laughs) which part of the east river he goes to get his reclaimed wood to make his furniture out of it's it's really worth hilarious we do that with dogs as well i'll find that those memes and send them to you because it's like it'll be like a chihuahua in a blonde wig and it's like this is karen she complains to managers at restaurants (laughs) it's great a 32 pistol I've never actually in my entire life shot a thirty-two. <laughs> I I found the account that you were talking about. Oh, you found about. it? Yeah, yeah, it's great. So it's, let's let's show the hindsighters the picture and yeah. I can actually read the bio. Of a hipster? 
Is it? A, is that? It's the just a random guy in New York, but this guy no, making up fake. That's bios. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Byron. <laughs> oh my gosh. Believes that's he's Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, that's a, that's the beauty of walking through New York. There's just so many characters. <laughs> Absolutely, it's like pure entertainment. Yeah, it really is. When we we were in Brooklyn and we were playing the game, <laughs> homeless or millionaire, right? Oh, and God. the only problem is is that we would see someone and play the game homeless or millionaire, but then we couldn't figure out <laughs> who was right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because when you're a millionaire, you gotta dress like you're homeless. Yeah, That's because this person, if this person lives in this neighborhood, they're either on the streets or a millionaire, but they dress exactly the same. Shab- <laughs> shabby chic. Yeah. Well, I, I remember I was there before cell phones were really prolific, and so, if someone was talk, walking down the street talking to themselves, homeless, <laughs> mentally ill. <laughs> yeah. Ten yeah. years later, they're talking to themselves like. Mentally ill? Oh, no, earpiece. Yeah. You know, on a, on a cell phone That's conversation. I actually never wanted to get earbuds, but I do now because I realized if I put an earbud in my ear, I can just walk around talking to myself and no one will think anything yeah, about it. Yeah, but you're it. at an age where you just, like, you wouldn't yeah. have cared even before because... Well, that's true. You would have been yeah. like, I love making people feel like I'm a crazy <laughs> person just yeah. walking down the street, yeah. especially if you're walking with your John Hammond cane. You know, look, I mean, you dry click your revolver at people and they get so <laughs> They get all you know? I mean, they're like, like Ew. Ew. Mr. Drysdale. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joel. <laughs> well done. Dagostino. But, yeah, so, <laughs> but I'm, oh, I'm surprised they use the dag bags, you know? Is uh, Dagostino's real? Oh, of course it is. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, is it still they're, there? They're called dag bags. Yeah, there's one right up the street from where okay. I live. Yeah, Dagostino's. I, you know, because normally they, they have like supermarket. You know, yeah. it's real generic, so yeah. they don't have to pay the company. Grocery store. <laughs> and the company doesn't have to pay them, but no, DAG. Yeah, that's da- D-A-G. They're called DAG bags. I wonder if Degasino's paid to be in the movie. I, I, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. You I know? have no idea. Well, what? they they had to, you know, recoup some money after Jeff oh, Goldblum like, threw the orange juice on uh, the floor. The, the 1970s. Oh, my God. Really getting me. This oh. apartment. I it's, want to live in that apartment. <laughs> I would live there today. <laughs> now, by the way, on, on 75th Street, that apartment he has would be about $2.5 million. Dear God. Yeah. Oh, easily. Oh, oh my God. Easily. Or more. Hey, when we moved to uh, Europe, you know, I mean, you... I missed this when... <laughs> How many... T- uh, you've been to Europe? Yeah, oh, she, good, because she's moving with us. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. coming with. Oh, okay. Just tell Josh you'll be back. I'm yeah. going out for a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> I'm, going out for, came back. I'm going out for a carton of milk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm gone for six months. I'm going to search for milk with Jason. He takes hours, I'm days, gonna go maybe milk. even years. I'm going to go milk hours. a Dutch cow so I yes, can exactly. fulfill the John Mulaney bit. <laughs> I'm going to bring my katana in next week so you can all see it. To I'd love to see prove it. prove I'm not making it up, you know. Although I have the scars. It has tasted human blood. But but for viewers, so so there was a lot of spray painting going on in Paul's place. He got it repainted. It's a very bright color. He's playing music loud, and he's very like, I don't know. He's 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 his <laughs> testosterone is is flying high. He's he's, acting, he's acting like a man whose wife just died. Yeah, <laughs> he's acting like a man who just killed his first person. Oh yeah, that one. That, yeah. You know. Yeah, he's, and even his son-in-law. It's a, a different visit where the son-in-law is there because now they've Douche they've bad. institutionalized the daughter, um, <laughs> and and the wife died. So yeah. Uh, the son-in-law, would you guys repaint your apartment just because it got one line of spray paint on one wall? 
Well, Me? there was a swastika on. I yeah, you had to get rid of that. Yeah. Oh, I thought he just did that one like. Streak oh no, he along painted the, the he painted mm. no, he the blinds. Yeah. He painted the walls. He put a swastika on. Oh, they were okay. doing, and oh, yeah. he painted. I was too distracted his by what Jeff Goldblum butthole. was doing. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. Her butt. Once again, once again, if your wife doesn't allow you to watch porn, watch this. You get to see some really violent eh, stuff. Oh it's a little bit, but you can do better from the 70s. I mean, it's no American Psycho. Well, that's the thing. Oh, no, 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 no. no. It's no American Psycho. No, I know exactly where he is. And there, there are literally shops and stores down there right now. It is, it's, like, uh, it's like Disneyland compared oh, to the way it was. By the way, did you hear that somebody uh, just bought... Uh, the rights to redo Underground Atlanta again. No. Oh, I know. And it's like, we how, don't need it. How adorable that you're going to burn all that money. Uh, again. Oh my God, I know exactly where he is. I used to go, I used to go when I, when I was uh, working at the American Theater of Actors, I would take the, the C train down to 59th Street, get out and go to the theater right down where Charles Bronson bumped off a few muggers. And okay. here's my question. <clears throat> Uh, oh, go ahead, how is please. he attracting all this crime single-handedly? He's not like going out even looking for trouble. <laughs> he doesn't He's have like, like a, a crime suit. magnet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I know, it's like, called the 70s. Yeah. Oh, it's my. like he has a suit made of money. <laughs> you know, and he's, Everybody he's juggling is, gold. Like these guys who followed him from the diner, they only follow him because he lays cash down on the table to pay his bill. Like It's not like he even asks the waitress Whoa. to break a hundred. This movie is all part of the great credit card conspiracy. Yeah. It's just trying to make you well, he opened cards. his wallet and there were like there were wads of cash in it. He oh, did he I must flashed, have missed that. He flashed a large amount of money. So wait, he's oh, on Eighth Avenue? Wait, yes. did that sound say Brooklyn? No, oh, that's no, Eighth Avenue. Oh no, too flat too flat wait. It's flat awesome. Fulton, to flip out Fulton about this. Street yeah. in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, that that's a C that's a C train. And the amazing thing is they actually couldn't film this in Brooklyn in the seventies because it was even worse than the rest of New oh, York. I know. Oh god. And then there was the Bronx, which was worse than oh that. Oh, my gosh, the and Bronx. Queens. Yeah. My father-in-law was born in Queens. Okay. That wasn't as bad as the Bronx, though. Queens was better? It was Bronx? better than okay. the Bronx, yeah. My, yeah. my, my father-in-law, because <laughs> I asked him once, like, as a joke, I said, you know, like, oh, you're from Queens. You know, like, how many times did you guys get into knife fights in the back, you know, alley? And he's like... Starts counting. Oh my god! <laughs> like, forget it. <laughs> it was a joke. I don't need to know this. <laughs> oh, and here's a question: Do you call your father's in law dad? I call him Joe. Okay. Yeah. Hey Joe, what yeah. you doing with that gun in yeah. your hand? <laughs> yeah. You gonna shoot your old lady? <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't blame you. Mm. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, actually, uh, you know my my in laws are both named Joe, right? I've told Josephine, you no. Josephine, and Joseph. Yeah. That's so funny. My sister-in-law's parents are named Jean and Jeannie. There you go. That's yeah. so th wow. <laughs> yeah, Joe and Joe. Yeah, uh, he got knifed in the subway. Yeah, she's from Brooklyn. He's from Queens. Aww. Will they get along? <laughs> They're oh from God. such different boroughs. <laughs> this summer on CBS. That is funny. <laughs> no, my, my mother-in-law, actually, she grew up uh, in a tiny little apartment above a candy store in Brooklyn. Aww. Yeah, she she That's would go downstairs, and it, and her friend uh, lived in an apartment uh, down the street, right? Mm -hmm. And she would go and she would hang out with her friend, and they would play in the breezeway. And sometimes they would get too loud, and this lady would come out and yell at them and hit them with her John Hammond cane. <laughs> no, the lady was the grandmother of Bobby Flay. What? <laughs> yes. Oh my that God. So Bobby random. Flay's grandmother. They also had another lady in the neighborhood, and and 
who would who would look out the window and she would see if her kids were getting into trouble. Uh-huh. And she'd open the window and she'd scream at them. She would be quiet. Stop being terrible. And they would, of course, ignore her. And then she would pull her ace, uh, ace of spades out and she would go, Santa Claus is watching you. <laughs> and so in Brooklyn, there is apparently... You, this woman is known in Brooklyn as the Santa Claus is watching you <laughs> woman. Santa Claus is watching <laughs> yeah. you. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. <laughs> Man, they call him the streak. I know. Didn't think yeah. I knew that song, did you, gentlemen? Oh, no, I've I, got it. I've got it at 45, off. by the way, off. at my house. I saw him live. Including nice. shaving cream. Branson, Missouri. Clyde the camel. Oh my gosh! That was the trip. We I was in Branson, Missouri. An acid trip, maybe. <laughs> what kind of trip were you taking? I, I went to Branson, Missouri. I saw Yakov Smirnoff, nice Ray Stevens, oh my god, and Conway Twitty. And that <laughs> ladies was, and gentlemen, and, Mr. Conway Twitty. And that was the weekend. That was the day Conway Twitty died. Oh hmm? my god! Yeah. And I saw Johnny Cash. Branson was a lot. Now of I know fun. you've seen Johnny Cash. I didn't know you'd seen the others. Branson, well, used to be. When there was like Johnny Cash and you know people like that, it was a lot of fun. Have you ever yeah. seen Johnny Cash do his Elvis impersonation? You did this already. We saw it. Did we? Yes, okay, we cool. Did. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> we did see that. Yes, it's beautiful. But yeah, oh that's cool. You saw Conway Twitty, but Ray Stevens like. Now I gotta say I love the construction workers. Now everyone's getting motivated to stop crime, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and they saw some guy doing a mugging, and all the construction workers are chasing him. <laughs> he tripped, and he's like, oh you know we we messed him up a little bit, but he had like three broken ribs, a broken leg. Both of his arms were broken. Yeah. <laughs> oh he must. And, and he fell. goes, poor fella fell down. You know? See there she is again. There's Olympia. But, but, but wait, oh, wait, what happened? Wait, wait, wait. Did you do that? Yeah, I'm trying to go back a second. A broken jaw, cracked ribs. Chrysler, Floorman, and Borg. Oh, my God. Obvious connection to Star Trek The Next Generation right there. Borg uh, and Floorman. Yeah, see that? Yeah. Borg. It was... Uh, Just uh, keeps worming its neither way one of you, Neither one of you watched TNG. Oh, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. I, I know about the Borg. Okay. I right, think right. of the Borg okay, all the time. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Poor guy must have fell down. But now that, that, that looks familiar as an actor. He looked familiar, but maybe not. But there's you, Olympia again. Well, yep. apparently the entire cast ended up on Hill Street Blues yeah, at some point. Can, yeah, so. yeah, that's what, what it looks is like. He do, what is this device in the, <laughs> in the detective's hand? I don't know. I will tell you, it looks very similar in the 1980s. Might have been an inhaler at the time, yeah. you think? Yeah, it looks like a little bellows <clears throat> clamp. <laughs> yeah. My mom had a... It was like a, you know, the uh, the blood pressure. Yeah. Right, right. With a little... Blood pressure you know, sleeve? Yeah, but it was just the ball. Oh, okay. Right? And it had like a little nozzle. And when I was a kid, you could buy these at the pharmacy. When I had a cold and I was stuffed up, my mom would take this thing and shove it up my nose, nose and try to suck the snot out. Now They and, do that with babies when babies get stuffed yeah, up. Yeah, well, I realized my mom never did it to herself. <laughs> <laughs> because it didn't fucking work. <laughs> I remember that. Um, so do, you remember, I, do you remember the Vicks thing that you would snort to clear your nose? Oh, yeah. I had one of those as a kid. I don't know if that <laughs> really was appropriate. <laughs> but it now felt they good. have yeah. an even worse machine where it's like a, a clear straw that the parents actually suck 
on the end of it to clear their kids' okay. congestion is moving disgusting. on. Like siphoning gas? Yes. It's like it's going to start coming out. I hate <laughs> when the gas gets in your mouth <laughs> or the snot. Yeah. yeah. That, I was like, who the happy hell thought when that? When I was a kid, we had Sudafed. <laughs> yeah. Mom would just give you a Vicks couple Sudafeds. Rub. Yeah, just like put the Vicks oh, on your chest. Oh, Sudafed and Vicks? Because <laughs> you'd smell that and as you were getting high, <laughs> you're like, hey, can you put Alf on? <laughs> the Suddenly Alf is your favorite show. show. In the world, man. Fantastic. <laughs> He's gonna eat that cat. <laughs> Don't eat that cat. <laughs> now, this is an awesome party. That's a nice apartment that he's visiting. It's multiple floors. You know, and the seventies they had red carpet, yeah. they had gold walls. It was and, crazy. And, and look how crowded they are. No one has a mask on. And where is Donna Summers? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> She's got to oh, be here. Oh, Rudy, you're gonna now, love are her. Are those nipples there, or was that just... Oh, I missed it. Can you back it up? Yeah, I, back it up yeah thank you. Seriously? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Seriously. I've been married 17 I, I, years. I'll I, take I, what I can... Oh, my gosh, yes. I'm trying to figure out if that's the bra fabric or nipples. Those are silver dollars. I think those are nipples. Yes. Well, you know, it was very cold. That was actually a problem they had in this movie. Oh, yeah. Was, I know, heard about that. Yeah, it, was it was so was cold in New York. I doubt in, the, in this apartment it was that cold. There's Yeah, they're surrounded by like 50 people. It can't be that cold. Well, apparently there. she has a very low whatever threshold that is. There's, there's a scientist who wrote a paper. He's got his name on it. Oh, God. The Jorgensen thresholds when nipples go hard. Oh, uh, my God. Tw- Twin Towers right oh. there. Oh. They're gone now. We know. Yeah. We know. We're aware. Breaking, I didn't miss that one. <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> yeah. There's another Spoiler building. Alert. They replaced it with a one bigger one. Yeah. I don't... Mm, yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's it's just... It doesn't have it's that... It's not the same. Yeah. Anyway. On enough, that bombshell. Enough 9-11. <laughs> um, we are moving into this weird phase in the movie where the cops are sort of chasing him but aren't and the, the part that kind of made me a little uncomfortable was when vincent gardenia just kind of got a locksmith and went into his house and just started rooting it's through everything so I, didn't illegal. See, I didn't see a warrant did you, neither. <laughs> did you notice by the way did you notice his apartment number oh no i did not 4a oh my gosh yes fourth amendment <laughs> like as oh. as the lock, and I I, I wouldn't even have put that together. It's gotta you be think it's gotta be a coincidence. I don't think they did it intentionally, but, it but like as the locksmith is literally illegally getting into the dude's apartment, I'm looking at oh Fourth Amendment. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't even get like the doorman to open it, which would no, make more sense. It's, he actually yeah. hires a locksmith to break into Kersey's apartment. Like it's it's so illegal. It's not even funny. And he's just, uh, you know, he's that typical detective just well, chomping on a big cigar. <laughs> well, he's yeah. chomping on the big cigar when he's in the dude's apartment, which... Yeah, wouldn't if you be I'm able to go- smell that? I know. If I was illegally in somebody's apartment, step one, take the cigar, leave it outside. Right. Because yeah. they have pretty strong smell, the yeah. cigars, right? Very okay. strong. Yeah. And it lingers. It as, lingers as, longer. As somebody who used to smoke cigars. Well, right. that's why you wear cigar yeah. jackets, so that the smell <laughs> doesn't they get in your work. clothes, I didn't right? know that. It I thought work. it permeated everything. It, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I, once again, I wouldn't Smoking know. jackets. I have, have smoking jackets. Have you ever smoked jacket? a cigar? <clears throat> yes. Okay, good. Because yeah. if you hadn't, we were going to do one tonight. Now my yeah. mom is mad at me somewhere. Uh, if you're listening, she doesn't watch mom, the show. There it is, 4A. Yeah, 4A. Yeah, I actually made friends with somebody at Starbucks that I worked with because I made that Mitch Hedberg joke. 
and uh, I was like, oh, my favorite cigars are It's a Boys. <laughs> and he didn't he, he didn't pick up on that. So Matt comes up to me and he was like, oh, my God, you're a girl and you smoke cigars. That's awesome. And I was like, sure. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know why he got so not excited really. About that. It's really not that big of a deal. No, I, I, I remember so. when the cigar craze. Hit. Oh, my gosh. Everyone was smoking. Oh, cigars. I was smoking cigars left and right. Me and my yeah. friends were we were in Florida once. And we went into this uh, this cigar store, and they had Fuente Fuente Opus X. I've never which had is one like of those. The creme de la creme. It's the creme de la creme. Of Cuban cigar, cigars. Cuban cigars are no big deal. I've smoked Cubans. They don't, I don't like them, personally. The Fuente Fuente Opus X, if you ever smoke one of these things, you will get so fucking stoned. <laughs> like... Being somebody who smokes cigars for years before getting one of these, mm -hmm. we bought, because we can only afford the small... Oh, how much was the little one? Like 20 bucks? Like, no, no, no. Like 50. Whoa. Oh, God. It was like 50 <laughs> bucks. But, you know, we're on vacation. I was with a friend of mine. We smoked cigars together. We said, eh, let's get them. Let's do it. We both smoked them uh, while sitting down. And when we stood up, oh, we immediately sat back down. Oh, <laughs> like, the nicotine high. Dude, yep. are you stoned? Yeah, I'm totally stoned. Yeah, actually, uh, I had these guy friends who lived in an apartment years and years ago, and uh, one of their dads was in town, and they were all smoking cigars and drinking whiskey out on their porch in their apartment, and uh, one of the guys looks at the other, and, or the dad was like, we need some girls up in here, and they were like, we don't know any girls who smoke cigars, <laughs> and uh, one of them was like, Jade will do it. We need some like, girls up in here. <laughs> Well, yeah. I learned. He was like, "I'm done hanging out with you two. I need." He was like, "I need a woman present." Like, <laughs> I learned in college, where I was taught things, like, okay, three things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of the three things I learned is that girls love pipe tobacco. Oh, now, I think you probably going to say cocaine. I think most of them well, like the scent of yeah. it. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like we would have parties. Why do you think Jeremy smokes that pipe all the time? <laughs> I don't have a bleep. How do I bleep? No, that's not that's it. Not, no, he he has a pipe that he smokes all the time. I know, I know, I know. That wasn't was, a bad thing. I was thing. trying to edit that. Yeah. Um, edit no, it in post. No, but uh, when we would have parties and guys, you know, because in college, everybody smokes cigarettes. Okay. You know, and me and my friends, we would have these parties. We would play Frank Sinatra. We would put our dressing gowns on. Oh, my God. We would get our pipes. It was Hugh Hefner times three. <laughs> All damn day, yep. <laughs> and the girls would come over, and they loved the smell of the pipes. They, oh, I hate tobacco. <sighs> I love, love that. tobacco. It is so smooth. Well, then why don't you come back to my boudoir? <laughs> and do you know what I had on my boudoir door? Please tell me. What kind of door do you think I had? Beads. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally, was this in the haunted house? Yes. Oh my god! You yes. told me about where, this. Where, where the one girl we learned later like claims she was psychic. She showed up at our house and she was so hot and she was like, "Hey, party time!" And then she started freaking out and screaming and ran out of the house. And we went, "Oh, I guess it is haunted." <laughs> she got the brown ass. Yeah. What do you ladies like? Yeah. <laughs> I miss that bead door. I can't even express to you how much I miss Why? that. Why? Oh, it was the coolest thing. Because you would just do this. And you had the best, most privacy. Walk. Did you have a door that actually closed? Yeah, there was a door. Oh, okay. yeah, on the, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant you just had beads. And yeah. I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. You, have, you have the door, you have the bead door on the outside. 
So you can close the door. Right. But when you take the ladies into the room, <laughs> come on in. When, when you, when you, when you fantasize about taking the ladies in there, I there guess would be There are two layers of yeah. privacy. In oh, that. oh, believe me, the ladies were in that room. <laughs> I'm surprised one, that the two and four years, yeah, it was amazing. Well, <laughs> wait, wait, that, that one? No, we can't count de- that depends one. Depends on how you count it. <laughs> oh dear God! Yeah, as long as spray paint wasn't involved, it's fine. It's like, not gay if someone's wearing, wearing a dress. A dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God! Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> you got it totally sidetracked. Yep. Um. Are we due we, for another break? We are, actually. I was That's about to say, we are due for... I heard a, the beep beep. Yes. Another break and a refill. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back with you in about two seconds. And we're back! <laughs> oh, are we really back? Oh, good God. Oh, we're God. back. <laughs> we were drinking. Drinking during um, the one second I don't second know what you're break. talking about. No, we were just discussing the fact that there are new reboots that have been announced. Seriously, that was on camera? Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, what are they rebooting? They're rebooting Jason Dexter. Dexter. Oh God, come oh. on! Which you're rebooting a show that went off the air how long ago? Twenty years at least. No, no. Dexter's not that old. No, I'm making that up. No, but they're rebooting uh, Willy Wonka and the you know well Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I said, do you know what they're going to title the new movie? The I new think- the Hershey Highway. I don't know what what are they going to call it. I'm sorry, I, I, I did that for her. She'd appreciate it. <laughs> She's still a virgin. Running down the gutter with a piece of <laughs> bread, bread and butter, butter diarrhea. diarrhea. <laughs> I love you, Mom. Bobby's got diarrhea. <laughs> you can't keep uh, a secret. No. Um, Dexter went off in 2013. Oh, so yeah. that was almost 20 years. No, seven years ago. <laughs> yes. Jeez, man. Time I, flies, right? I, I, I should okay. not have. No, but what is, if you were an unimaginative Hollywood executive... With no soul, oh, geez. what would you retitle the new Willy Wonka, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? What would you call it? Come on, it's obvious. Uncle Joe is an asshole. <laughs> Wonka or Grandpa Joe? Wonka. Grandpa Joe? Wonka? Seriously? Wonka. Yeah. Because it's all like tight. Who's, it is yeah, tight. Wonka. Let's put a pin in that. Yeah. Who is Wonka? Do we know? I, I think there's two people in the running. I saw the article, and there were two people I had no fucking idea who they were. Let's and see. I didn't care to begin with, so I didn't bother investigating. Okay. Because, come on, guys. You know, I mean, the movie theater is dead anyway. And we, we you know, we need to talk about that. Uh, well, one of them's <clears throat> Spider-Man. Was it? It looks like it. Topher Grace, Tobey Maguire... Uh, the most recent one oh, uh, from I the know. Marvel movies. Oh, the Garfield uh, guy. <laughs> no, um, I don't. Oh. Keep talking. I'll, I'll no. Oh, look who that is. You recognize that guy? Is that the? Yes. Guy? Is that? It's, um, gra- it's Grandpa. Yeah, Grandpa. It's Grandpa. Yeah. I I I didn't look it up, but I was like, uh, Al Al. Oh gosh, what Al Lewis? Al yeah. Lewis. Yes. Yes. From the Munsters. He, so for he those great. of you who really? were watching. Yeah, he was That great. was, yeah, Grandpa <laughs> from the Munsters was Because I did watch the Munsters growing up. Was the guard at Paul Kersey's office. Okay. Um, so, so the stars that are being considered for Wonka are Tom Holland, so the most recent Spider-Man, or somebody named 
Timothy Chalamet. What do you mean someone named Timothy Chalamet? You don't. He's in another Dune. He plays. He plays oh, is Paul he, Atreides. Is he Paul Atreides? Yes. Atreides. Atreides. The Kumquat Hagendas. Well, you didn't know who freaking Spider Man was, so we're even on that yes. one. <laughs> Wait, I know Spider Man. Who do you mean? Did that come out by well, the way? No idea. The new Dune. Tom, uh, Tom yeah, it's close. I see all kinds of okay. Because I do want to see it. I do. Yeah. I actually really do want to see that. Okay. I need to watch. Yeah. The, so th- this is the scene uh, for those of you who are not watching, uh, where Paul Kersey is mugged is mugged by Freddie Boom Boom Washington. I thought we'd already run into Freddie Boom. No, Boom no, here he is, right here. You'll no recognize racist. him. You'll recognize him. That's not Freddie. <laughs> That's Freddie Boom Boom Washington. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you. We're gonna Mr. take you. That's right, motherfucker. We're gonna take you, and you can't get back either because he's up at the top there. Now Mugging. this. This is a very critical scene where Charles Bronson screws up. Yeah. If you've got a gun and you're dealing with three people, one's got a gun and the other two have knives. You shoot the one with the gun (laughs) first. The one with the gun. Yes, exactly. (laughs) He brought a gun to a knife fight and still fucked up. And still fucked up, yeah. (laughs) So it... Um, but here's another thing. So we we need to get back to the reboots in a second. Because there's more, apparently. But, um... I guess my question is, why is the only crime that really seems to happen in this city is mugging? Well, it's mugging. I mean, besides the sexual assault slash in the rape. I was about to yeah. say, yeah, yeah, because mugging didn't just stop. I don't understand it, mugging. and I will not respond to it. <laughs> um, well, that was a big problem in New York. In the 70s yeah but there are murders and stuff too it's like but it's the only crime that's happening is is mugging because they keep talking about that well i mean son of sam is presumably out there (laughs) right now um okay though when one guy died who was their main suspect suddenly all the murders stopped which was weird yeah funny how that works now now I, i have to say one last thing that in all the the notes here they said this took place in central park i think this is riverside park I don't think this is not Central Park because they were right by the Hudson River. I think that's that's Riverside Park. Anyway, I had to put that out there. Yeah. No. And And, and we are going to tour all of these places when we go to New York City together. At night. No, we are. If I'm with you guys, I'll go at night. That's fine. (laughs) Well, there's your first mistake. Oh, shit. (laughs) So you can't be trusted. It's going to be like Scooby and Shaggy. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm the Velma trying to solve the mystery. You're you're trying to find your glasses. Velma, how fast can you run? (laughs) And meanwhile, you guys are already gone, and I'm just like pawing around on the ground. Jeff Goldblum shows up, and you're like, jinkies. (laughs) But but in a good way. But in a good way. Oh, jinkies. (laughs) He is 68 years old. Let me remind you that. So his tongue is quite good, apparently. Yeah. She's choking again. Get the camera on her. She's a barrister. So, again, um, this wasn't as bad as Shivers, right? No. No, no. No. This wasn't even as bad as American Psycho. Like, the the opening scene was rough with the sexual assault. I will will tell you that. I did not enjoy that. That was tough. You guys just, I mean, I'm telling you. Look. I already picked the Holy Mountain. You guys aren't going to come up with anything oh, God. more painful well, to watch. And when it, this is only ninety <laughs> minutes long. Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> and when we go to New York, I'll feel safe anyway because James Bond lives there. So, he does, and he lives right near your place. And we can so. go and hang out with him. Do you want to sit in front of his house till he comes home? Hell yeah! Let's do it. I want to meet Rachel Vice. That's what I want. Oh yeah, I do too. <laughs> she's, well, of she's course cool. you do. I, she no, she's, she's kind of 
cute. <laughs> She's a very pretty lady. Yeah, she is. But I've always admired her because she was a very smart, intellectual woman in The Mummy. Like, Brendan oh. Fraser was following her around. Oh, she, she was had... in that movie? I didn't know that. I was about to say, I was about yeah. to say, I do I both of them. something you don't know. The know. 1999 one, yes. With That's Brendan a Fraser. threesome I would get in. I, I would do that one. But wait a minute. Rachel Weisz and Daniel Craig? I think we've already talked about this, though, because you're like, I would feel yeah. like... I'm not in that league. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel totally inferior. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. are you guys sure you want me for this? I feel like, like that kid at the basketball game that you bring out at halftime and let him, like, throw towards the goal. <laughs> mm, like John Mulaney when he had to take that free throw. Oh, for Christ. <laughs> hey, I'm very concerned about him. I know, I know. He's still in rehab. No, uh, yeah. Um, well, I think that brings up an important topic. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. Oh, okay. The threesome you would get into. Because Rachel Vice this is important. and Daniel Craig. Like, but realistically, or yeah. like, what, does it no, matter if you feel no. inferior? Just no, your it doesn't fantasy matter. threesome. Yeah. But it's got to be a guy and a girl. Because if it's just two of one gender. It's I'm not easy. giving you guys visuals. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies nice and gentlemen, try. you have to look at Christopher Guest here in his first acting role as a cop. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, he's only nine years old when he did this. I know. <laughs> yeah. He does. But I'll remember him. Hey, Mr. Director, can I be in your movie? And what was exactly. his name? Ricky. Yeah, I know. Like, it was something very This is Spinal Tap yeah. was in the future <laughs> yeah. for him. And I'm going to go his, smell the cloth now, sir. His epic mustache. Uh, that he eventually grows because uh, I was trying. It's or, a, it's or a mighty fine mustache. Thanks, or man. his uh, his great basset hound. No one from, needs your uh, mustache. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh, I can't the, believe Best in show. Is it, was he in Best in Show? I'm yes, sure he, he was. He directed. Also, he directed Best in Show. He's also okay. in Sleepy Hollow and the original reboot of Willy Wonka that Tim Burton directed um, with Johnny Depp. Waiting for Guffman. And uh, he's in Star Wars as well. He's in the uh, um, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. He's in one of the episodes that you don't like. You lost us, don't worry about Uh, it. He he has a pretty epic battle with Yoda, pretty abs. Yes, he does. Uh, I'd do me some Christopher Guest. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, actually I wouldn't. No, (laughs) is it it baby Yoda he fights? No, um, he's not in The Mandalorian. He's in, um, I can't remember which episode, but it's one he's in The Mandalorian. After dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This is the way. <laughs> uh. Don't you ruin that show for me, Justin Mitchell. Don't you do it. I love that show. It makes me love Star Wars even more. John Favreau, I'm sorry. I'll text you later. I'm sorry. John Favreau eat Taco Bell. Oh god. <laughs> anyway. He's a, no, he's 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 trimmed down. John Favreau. He's yeah. He's very svelte now. Yeah. yeah, he works out. He looks yeah. good. I mean, he was always a very muscle-bound kind of guy, and for a while he got like <laughs> this scene a just, little bit bigger. This scene just kills me. This is the ending of the movie. And he's got him at gunpoint. Oh, he's showing yeah. him his gun or what? what's going he's on. Gun, this the is gun's your gun. not loaded. Right. You know. Well, because he shoots like 40 rounds and you never see him reload. Well, so yeah, I mean, I'm looking in the chambers. I mean, I'm looking in the cylinder. It's not loaded. Right. He's very clearly... Ochoa is not trying to intimidate Charles Bronson because Ochoa is smart enough to know he can't. Right. He's, he's basically, just reasoning with him. He's basically saying, hey, we can be a pain in your ass. Get the hell out of Dodge and I'll drop this gun in the river. Exactly. You leave. We're all good. Mm-hmm. And the best line of the movie. Tell us. Lay it on us. Well, it's whenever he, uh, Charles. She said. Well, Ochoa says. You know, get out of town, whatever. And he says, Inspector. Here it comes. Yeah, here it is. 
By sundown. Yeah. <laughs> and Ochoa kind of laughs. And you know what? Yeah. You know what that reminded me of is justified, because Timothy Oliphant is like that old school marshal, and he's you know he threatens um uh the only other project I've seen the guy in it's like this gangster that was in the uh, mask with Jim Carrey. Charlton Heston. <laughs> yes. Um, no. No. Uh, but anyway. Um, that's a big thing on uh, Justified. Fatty Arbuckle. Yes. Okay. Um, they, <laughs> Tim she Oliphant. has no idea who no, that is. No you guys are the worst. He was innocent. He was. He was. He did not he did violate not, that he woman. He did not rape that girl. <laughs> with a with a bottle, I believe is what he was oh, accused what? of. Sorry. Union Station, Chicago. Look, exactly. I've never Look been to Chicago. I'm not going anywhere with you guys. You've Come never on. been to Chicago? I've, I've driven through it, but I've never been to that, Chicago. That and on- I've got a family in Chicago. I have no excuse. Big that big honestly, big that honestly surprises oh, me. There he is. There's the guy. Big, 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 big <laughs> I know that. Have and you the ever, Manson family shows up to mug somebody. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever heard of Clayton Bigsby from, from uh, Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle, yeah. Clayton Bigsby. Do you remember the interviewer who was the white guy who was interviewing him? That that was him no. who welco- welcomed yeah. him at Chicago. Yes. He showed it That's to me before you guy? got it. Yeah, it's yes, the same guy. It's the oh. same guy. He was very much younger because this was 1973. Oh, wait, no, that's not it. So Charlie Bronson moves to Chicago and you know he's just going to set up shop there. But how many years did it take to make the next sequel? Well, he's in L.A. Let's find out. Oh, okay. In the next sequel. I think the, the next one was in 82, so it was uh, eight years, maybe? But the funny thing is, Death Wish 5, which I think was made in the 90s. How many of these movies are there? Five. Death, <laughs> Death Wish 5 was set in 1976. Two years, Two years after this one, yeah. Yeah, it looks like uh, the second. Well, the, the, the picture yeah, that Amazon uses for the, the sort of like the... the you know the the publicity picture when you look up Death oh, yeah. Wish is not from Death Wish. It's from Death Wish Two. I know. They must not have been able to find a good one. I don't know. But that that is a pretty cool shot yeah. that they yeah. have there. Yeah. But having to keep that same mustache for so long that that's he just did. He always did. And and yeah. it was very tough to groom this. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> he must have just been with his little scissors. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I give up. I give up on life. <laughs> That's the sound they make, you know. Particularly after two of one of Jade's drinks. Oh, look! It's the, wait. Hang on a second. Which we're looking were, at the customers always also watched <laughs> the movie that introduced us to that washed-up fucking hack of an actor, Steven Seagal. No, <laughs> no, I'm seeing him down the line. So what are we talking about? No, who? who Deadpool. No, no. Who who was the the untalented hack who's been making movies for like thirty years? There are could, so many. Ace could, Ventura could be me. Oh, you hey. mean you mean uh, Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey. Oh. Who's you are just bound and determined his, to piss his, me his off. His debut. Today. His debut. Oh, in the Deadpool. In the Deadpool, where he sang "Welcome to the Jungle." Wow. Yeah. That now was that before yeah, Earth Girls Are Easy? <laughs> no. Now he was in Earth Girls Are yeah. Easy. He was one of the aliens. Yes, he was. was he? Along yeah. with Jeff Goldblum. Along with Jeff Goldblum. 
<laughs> See how it all pants off. Right see how away. it all comes together. Yes, but but uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Charles Bronson was offered all three of those roles, and, and he, he turned, turned them down. down. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he, that because he said the script is trash. That's what he thought. Yeah, it's his opinion. Well, you know, honestly, that movie. Okay, so 1988 was the Deadpool. Earth Girls are easy. Yeah, no, I think it was before that. I'm going to say 1984. They came out the same year. Okay, I was wrong. The year that I was born. (laughs) What a magical year for cinema. My God. (laughs) Wow, and I was three years old. (laughs) Yeah, right. So uh, we got to get back to the reboot. So we've got Dexter, Wonka, and what else were you upset about, Jason? He's upset about everything. No, I'm. I'm he's uh, a crotchety old. He's man. an angry, angry. Young I'm a very. I am. Old and man. we gave I, him I'm a very cane. bitter. Why did we do that? I feel like that was ultimately well, look, a mistake. Did, did we wish you bir- a happy birthday? On no, camera? I was. About, I, was I don't think say, so. No, I that's, I that's do that why right Darth now. has made special margaritas for Jason's birthday. Yes. He is 25 years yes, old today. Yes. <laughs> well, as of yesterday, <laughs> the universe didn't kill me this year. Fuck you. It's given you another one. One more for you. You tried. Hey, gentlemen. You tried. I'm not even trying to tempt fate, but we survived 2020, damn yes, it. Yes, we did. Well, <laughs> Yeah, well, I got bad news. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 2021 ain't shaping up all that great either. Uh, you're telling me. I mean, me. we're only in January still, so hopefully yeah. it'll pick back It's up. like everyone in 1938 going, 1939's going to be great. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Wait a minute. We thought 2016 Wait, was Wait, did bad. you mean 29? No. no what happened in 39? <laughs> It was a war war, but we weren't involved. We just got to watch. I didn't mean. It just meant. Oh my god. Oh, I see. In general, in general the okay. war began. Yeah, you're right. That was that was serious. I wasn't. I was just a baby. I yeah, that's remember. true. You were you were only like what <laughs> seven or eight. I was. <laughs> I was barely. You were I was three years old in 1988, but somehow you were just a baby during the. I was 30s. playing stickball with my friends. Timey wimey. We were playing jacks. Stick. We were playing jacks down at the soda fountain. <laughs> Oh my god! <sighs> uh, oh, so I do have to give it to you, Mr. Brown. This was a pearl clutcher. So well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I think I've made an impression on you. Now, perhaps I, I don't think a tear. I don't think a tear has been shed. But nope. oh, that's coming. You are forever. Ooh. You're forever a different person now. Oh, that's coming. Because hindsighters, he specifically chose this movie just to upset me about Jeff Goldblum. Uh, yes. Yes, I did. In fact, <laughs> I know. I knew it. And I've got the bruises to prove it. Mm-hmm. I got, Lucky, I luckily got beat you're up wearing, during the last break. Luckily, you're wearing that big coat. There's your play. We'll call yeah. it Big Coat. The Big Coat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Bob's Burgers reference. Don't worry about I'm it. I'm sure it is. So um, I can't go out to Seinfeld because this is the first time I've ever seen this movie as of today. So it's a straight five for me. So what about you, gentlemen? Oh, my gosh. Five. <sighs> It's still it's, just it's, as it's, it hasn't. Yeah. It, for, All right. You know for, why? You know why I'm going to say it's a six? Because when I first saw this, I had no idea who Jeff Goldblum was, <laughs> who Christopher Guest was, Olympia Dukakis was. You've got a good point. I barely knew who Vincent Gardenia was, but by God, now I have made a monumental impression on one of my colleagues here. 
Green is not a pretty color on you. Not in a good way. So I'm going to say, you know what? I'm bumping it up another one. Seven. I'm oh, gonna, you know seven. what? I'm going to retract I my bet five. You. I bet you. I influence <laughs> you. I'm going to give it a seven also. Excellent. You just enjoyed how emotionally <laughs> scarring it was for me. You don't give a fuck about the movie. Period piece. Hey, just, just, I saw this when I was like 10 years old. And I Angel, still haven't recovered yet. Oh, and Angel. Thank yes. you so much for the birthday wishes. Oh, Seriously. yes. Angel, we love you. Thank you, buddy. Super, super thank you. Uh, that, that was just I, absolutely... It, it I actually, was touched. It really it, it made me smile. It felt like a man had touched Stop me. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about a man touching me. Talking, thank you. I'm talking about the... Don't worry about it. No, but seriously, yeah, thank you that was so cool. much. That was just so sweet. And and Because he's, it's, he's it's possibly... Actually, our, well, go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say it's actually it's sincerely appreciated. Mm-hmm. The fact that somebody out there actually cares really does mean something. It and does. It, it, it's genuinely good. It made the universe better yep. because it's two people who've never met. And one is Connecting. just doing a nice thing. And that to me, that if, if that's all this show ever is. Well done. Yeah, I, I think Angel has officially outweighed my troll, so that's nice. Because <laughs> he does, <laughs> yes. he does love us. He checks on us all the time. He asks how we're doing on Facebook, uh, usually about once a week. So, well, you I, know, you know, you haven't made it until you have your first troll. I mean, and I don't even have a troll. A- any trolls out there? Look at me. I'm making eye contact. Feel free with you. to hate on me. Just hate on me. <laughs> do do anything. You know, I get nothing. She gets a little hate. I'm, I'm jealous. So please, trolls. Yeah. Troll me. <laughs> and on that bombshell. Yes, perhaps we should end Darth, this quickly. why don't you take us home? Hindsiders, we so appreciate you joining us for the emotional scarring of Darth Jader for the first time in 2021. It's been an absolute thrill ride of horror. So thank you for this bizarre pick, Mr. Brown. Uh, I know you were doing it just to spite me, but here's the thing. Uh, we appreciate you joining us for your drive time, your listening time, your Jeff Goldblum uh, sexually assaulting you time. <laughs> we don't care what kind of time. Adam and Jason and I just appreciate you all. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Hindsight, and good night.